0: Welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever, ever humble host, Chris. And tonight we're just going to be doing some news and notes. Um, Not really too much to be talking about as far as the next pay-per-view because there's not too much to be talked about for the next Um, pay-per-view. First and foremost, the first thing I really wanted to talk about was the fact that earlier in the week we found out about Vince McMahon uh signing uh we already knew about vince signing this two-year deal effective as of january and that our Emanuel, who is the owner of Ende- endeavor um is the one that wanted vince to stay on but that when he signed this two-year deal he also had to sign a code of conduct now you can say well just thought anybody would sign a code of conduct but really by all standards this is what will more than likely make or break vince mcmahon and the reason why i say that is because of his past in indiscretions with the female with his female employees so what i what i'm saying is is that really it's either going to be that is what's going to do him in. Or what has how it has been said late last year by the board of directors that, hey, we know there's other shit coming out. And we advise you not to come back because it's bad. And the board of directors know this. And so in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, what is it? more than likely more women, you know, and and really, by all standards, who knows what could have happened? You know, Um, I, I stand by my previous statement that I do believe that if anything is going to happen, it will happen before the end of the summer. So that by the time September rolls around, we will know for sure whether or not Vince is going to stay around for the full two years, or it's going to be curtains, you know? Um, I didn't really want to talk too much about him just because I ranted a little too much last week about it. So, as we know, as we now know, Vince isn't traveling with them every week. He's still just kind of he's going and doing kind of like um, he's doing teleconferences and basically he's getting a rough draft of what's going on and then he makes some minor changes. And to that, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, as long, you know, like he can still kind of like, as long as he doesn't stick his nose into everything and change so much. See, and this is one of the things I was thinking about and I had said last week, is the fact that Nick Khan had already said in a previous interview that you have to have be months ahead as far as what's been planned, as far as a storyline goes, because you can't just change something right in the middle to do this. You know, you can't just change a storyline just because it benefits you you know what i mean like it's it's it, it, if they were to just like completely disregard the bloodline that'd be kind of noticeable correct right and i'm not saying something as as drastic as that but what i'm saying is is that he can't he knows there's wheels in motion he knows that there's storylines that need to to progress, you know. So, I don't think that he's going to meddle as much right now. Because honestly, I think he he just can't because the wheels are in motion, he can't mess with things. Um so there's that. Um one of the big things I saw earlier in the week. Well, no, I didn't. It wasn't earlier in the week. It was act, it was actually earlier this, this afternoon. I'd read that internal reports is that the, the leading front runner, as far as WWE is concerned for money in the bank to win on the mid side is LA Knight. Now we can look at that and say, well, does that even make sense? Yeah, it kinda does. Just because of what happened last year, because Austin Theory won it. And you know, he he won the he won the briefcase and ultimately cashed in on for the US title and lost it. Now, is that something that LA Knight's gonna do? I don't think that his particular character would actually do that. Because he's so um, arrogant about things, I don't think that he's just going to go after one of these. He's not going to go for the um, the, mid, the mid-card the mid title, if you will. Um, I had also read that more than that... Um, uh, who was it, that they were saying that for the draft, more than likely what's going to happen is that they're going to change the mid-card champions. So Gunther and um his group is going to go to Raw, and that um, Austin Theory is going to go to um, SmackDown, and that uh Roman Reigns and more than likely the rest of the bloodline would go to raw and then they would un- um, unify the two titles into one and then move and then go to SmackDown and say, here, this is your new title and then have a, um, a tournament for it. Um, I wanted to talk about it, So there's all of that. The next thing I wanted to talk about is Cody Rhodes, because the one thing that you keep hearing about is that, the one thing he keeps saying is that I need to finish my story. That's what I need. I need to finish my story. And the one thing I keep thinking about is the fact that, you know, early on in his career, who was the one that kind of helped him Along the way to begin with, Randy Orton. Now, I could spin a yarn about whether or not Randy Orton's even going to come back because Dave even said his back, you know, his, you know, his, uh, that spinal surgery he had to have was pretty bad, you know? And who knows, you know, it's been over a year now since he had to have that surgery. And the last photos that we saw of him uh, do, uh, helping out with the Special Olympics, he didn't look in ring shape, you know. So that's one of the reasons why I'm having such a hard time thinking that, randy orton is the is the finish my story you know because in in retrospect that's the that's the way you would want it to be correct you would want cody to to take the title off of the one person that brought him in to begin with he's the one that you finish your story with, because honestly, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, because oh, as far as what we're reading online, it's all speculation. You know what I mean? Like all we're reading is that, is that what's going to happen, but look what happened a month prior, we kept reading that Cody was going to win. And that Cody was going to win and that Roman was going to take a few months off. And where are we at now? Roman's still the champion and Cody doesn't have a title. And now he's going to have to face Brock Lesnar. Um, You know, for that, I'm, I'm more like, okay, you know, like, um i just don't know where um cody i don't know how cody wins and it ties into this whole um finish my story line you know i think i think that's i think that's a small problem to have so i don't really know how they're gonna do it um Uh, Let's talk about Backlash. Um, As we know, right now, there's officially only two matches. Um, We have Cody versus Brock. More than likely, Brock's going to accept either this Monday or next Monday. And then we also have Bad Bunny and Ray versus Dominic and Damian Priest. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to both matches. I do think that Cody's gonna lose that match. I think it's gonna be kind of close. I think both men will will provide offense, but that Cody's just gonna kind of lose focus. Now, I know I've heard, now if you if you listen to other wrestling podcasts, you're probably hearing that Cody's going to have like this long losing streak. I don't think that's what needs to happen. Because honestly, if he loses too much, then he has then the crowd's going to turn. And the crowd isn't going to they don't want to make him a sympathetic figure, you know so i think he loses but he comes back even stronger i think he i think he realizes his his um his strategy if you will needs to change and i think that's what's gonna happen i think he has to have a i think his strategy needs to change and he has to figure some things out um I don't think Bad Bunny and Ray are going to lose. At least I don't think Bad Bunny is going to take the loss. If they do lose, then more than likely Ray's going to uh, eat the pin. But I don't think they're going to let Bad Bunny um, uh, take the pin. At least I don't think so. I don't think they would do that to him. They barely go to Puerto Rico to begin with, so I don't think that they would actually do that to him, but you never know. Um, There's also been some, there's also a lot of talk about um, Drew McIntyre. I was about ready to say poor Drew McIntyre. Uh, I doubt he's, I don't think anyone would really classify him as poor. Uh, But there's a report online that he has taken uh, the WWE trademark off of his uh, Twitter page. Um and he isn't really speaking right now. And you kind of understand, you know, I mean, he really led WWE during the pandemic. And it it fucking sucks that they did him dirty the way they did, you know? Like he held on to that title for ten months. Well, nine months because he lost it and then the next month he beat uh Orton for it. But that's neither here nor there. But what I'm trying to say is is that he held on to that title and he really kind of made everyone kind of take notice of what he can do. You know? And I think that's the most important thing. And I think that he and and i think that that's something that he's looking at like look what i did look what i did i put i put your company on my back and this is what you're going to do this is how you're going to repay me like they're uh, you know they're kissing roman Reigns' ass and yet i'm the other one with the title i was on your flagship cha- flagship show i I did what I did, and yet I'm not getting anything? You know, I honestly think that he's not going, I don't think he's going to, I don't think that he's going to resign right now because of the hiring freeze. I don't think that Endeavor is going to sign anyone right now. But I do think that when his contract is up in January, I think he's not going... I think he'll listen to other offers and then take those other offers, go to WWE and say, look, this is what AEW thinks of me. This is what Impact thinks of me. This is what New Japan thinks of me. Now, what do you think of me? And then go from there. And if WWE still doesn't want to sign him, then... You know, he can either go home and kind of just relax and just not really do anything. Or he can sign with AEW. He could sign with New Japan. He can sign with Impact. You know, he can sign with anybody. But I do think that he's going to re-sign. I just don't think it's going to be until next year, honestly. Which really kind of sucks. Um... Uh, there's been a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, that Gunther really wants to eventually face Brock Lesnar. There has been a report that in the, that it's in the early stages that Gunther would hold on, that Gunther would take on Brock probably at SummerSlam. I think that'd be really kind of cool. Um, I think Gunther is probably one of... I think he's like right there right now as far as like him holding on to the Intercontinental Championship has really helped him and the next logical step would be for him to go after one of the uh one of the main titles and that he could honestly be in that role as of WrestleMania 40 or 41. I think that if they don't do it for WrestleMania 40, I think they've really kind of missed the boat with him. I think they would, I think they've learned their lesson as far as like, just because of what happened with Roman Reigns all those years ago, when they should have pulled the trigger on and let him win and have him win the Royal Rumble, but who knows? Um. Oh yeah, there's also one other match that more than likely is gonna happen. Um uh Zelina Vega uh is going to probably challenge um Rhea Ripley for the uh for the SmackDown Women's Championship so that's going to be pretty interesting because uh I think I think she's really really good and I used to not like her but I've really enjoyed her her work l- recently I also think that it's really kind of cool that they're that they've all been really excited since they've restarted that LWO. And once again, I'm, I really want to buy an LWO shirt. Those are nice. yeah, uh, <laughs> You know, when you're an adult, you have adult money and you purchase stupid things, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you buy shit that you couldn't have as a teenager, but now you can as an adult. Uh, Where was I going with all this? Uh, never mind. Uh, You know, more than likely that's going to happen. You know, who knows what's going to happen? I think I had heard that the draft's going to be in a couple weeks. Um, One person that I think that could benefit the most going to NXT. And I'm not saying this because I think that she needs the work. I think that if she can, and I'm talking about a particular uh, female wrestler and, and she goes by the name of Dana Brooke, Dana Brooks, I think that you can move her over to NXT, let her kind of work her way up and you can honestly give her a, um, you can give her the women's title and it would be a, you know, she could have a nice run and I'm not talking like a Mandy Rose type of run. I'm talking just like a regular three to four month, uh, uh, run where she's the champion she goes through a couple of people and then she can go back to raw or smackdown and i really think that it would work for her i really really do just because i think that i i just honestly think that that she is a victim of too many people and when she had the 24-7 title, she actually looked like she was um, excited to have that title and that she was very happy to have that title. And I think that really helps. And I really think that that's something that that you can say, like, look, you know, a, you had the 24-7 title for a little bit. We're going to let you have this, and we're just going to let you run with it for a couple of months. Because I think that that's something that they could do. And I think it would really benefit her. Um, I, you know, I I thought I had kind of like this. I didn't, I I was trying to figure out who I thought would benefit the most, you know, of going to NXT. But I think like they could what they could do is kind of like figure you know you know because there's going to be a couple of tag teams that are probably going to be moving from NXT to Raw or SmackDown and who are they going to move to NXT and kind of take over for that you know uh, I don't think, you know, like, I thought at first I was like, well, maybe like a ricochet, but she- he was already in NXT, and he had a really good run over there. I just don't think that he would do it, honestly. Just because he's been doing really, really well as of late, but, um, you know, it- I'm just kind of like... I'm just kind of like trying to figure out who I think would work out there, but I just can't think right now. Um, I wanted to say congratulations to um, FTR for signing their four year, uh, four year deal with AEW, and they have officially said that this is their last, uh, this is their last run, and once this is over with, they're gonna retire. Uh, I say congratulations to those guys. They have worked their ass off. uh, After trying to turn what they were given with WWE to now being one of the most decorated champions, that's pretty fucking cool, you know? Um, But that's really it, really, you know? um uh next week uh because we're uh, running out of time next week I uh, is gonna be a, a different kind of episode where you are going to be discussing wrestlers um who wwe uh didn't give a chance uh the greatest what- ifs as far as champions um I'm looking at you Mr perfect uh you know, even like a hacksaw Jim Duggan, you know we'll so we'll be discussing all that. Uh, that's gonna be it for me tonight. Uh, as I said, next week we will be discussing uh wrestlers who who they should have given a chance to. Uh, so until then I will talk to you all later and I will talk to you next week. Bye.